This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Family Jewels, a podcast about family drama, family trauma, and everything else you got from your mama. Family Jewels, when you're here, you're family. Cease and desist from Olive Garden pending. This is my sister from another Mr. Charlie Dinkin. And this is a woman with a good haircut, Olga Koch. We started this podcast because when you talk shit about other people, it's gossip. But when you talk shit about your family, it's research. Please welcome today's guest. Charlie, I think you should you should be presenting this person. Producer, writer, head daddy at Daddy Super Yacht Productions and um, my yeah. personal partner in both business and life, yes. Benjamin Sutton. Hey. Yay! Thanks for coming on the podcast, Ben. No, a difficult well. booking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only because he won't look in his calendar when you ask him if he's busy. Yeah. You're, scra- you're scraping the barrel at seven, I see. <laughs> we were like, we'll talk to everyone we know and then we'll try and meet some new people. Ben, yeah. is this your first time on a podcast? Uh, yes. Yeah, by, by design. But sometimes I think I'm like heard in the background of other people's podcasts, as I've made many people's. He has made many people's podcasts. He's made some podcasts for us. Um, we, I would say that Ben is the answer to the question, who do you need to sleep with to get on Family Jewels? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. When we first started going out, I, as a joke to my agent at the time, was like, I've, I've cracked it. I'm finally sleeping with a producer. And then she very earnestly was like, great, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's the best that's the best advice she's ever given you. Yeah, she wasn't wrong. <laughs> it's been very successful for me. Well, at, the t- at the time, I think my official job title was assistant producer as well, so you fucked up. <laughs> oh, you got in on the ground floor. Yeah, that's what they say. That's the best tip I could give. Find an assistant. Hang in there for the long run. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And here we are, and podcasting. Here we are, <laughs> here we are podcasting together, again. together. Do you know what this podcast is? Uh, yes. All right. <laughs> I do. How many brothers and sisters do you have? Four. It's too many, in it's my opinion. Many. Okay, so there's five of you in total. Five, five of us in total. Oh, same parents. So, yeah, same parents. Age difference? Uh, all very, uh, all very close. All sort of, not, not all ninety, all nineties. Yeah, all nineties. All. Oh, sorry, what 90, a decade. Nineteen ninety-two, ninety-seven, five. Four on, just... four on purpose, and then the last one, slipped, slipped through the. Net. Am I allowed to ask whether there was a vasectomy in, in, involved? Uh, you are. I don't actually know the whole story. Um, but Why did it stop? <laughs> it, 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 essentially, the the plan the was the plan out. was to st- was to stop after four. Okay. And then uh, my my little brother Ed was just t- too tenacious not to exist, so he squeezed through. Yeah. And uh, my favorite fact about you and your siblings is you are named in alphabetical order. That's all, that's all okay, that's adorable. Can you name name them for us? Yes, uh, Amy, Ben, Chrissy, Danny, Eddie. 
That's really, that cute? really cute. That's yeah. really cute. That, that's, that also wasn't intentional to, to begin with. Oh, but really? Yeah, no. So it, they only, When did they start? They realised that it was ABC after they named Chrissy. And then the, obviously the novelty of having children was over. They did so they D, were like, let's, and then they just, couldn't do let's just categorise them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, I think that's a coo- cooler twist on the uh, same, like, the Kardashians. That's a cooler twist on it. Because all the Kardashians are all case. Oh, is that what um, also, I believe Goebbels' children were all H's. <laughs> were they? Yeah. What a weird little fact. Let me let head. me look that up really what? quickly. <laughs> Helga, Hilda, Helmut, Holder, Hedda, and Heidi. A, f- a fun fact for you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All dead in the bunker. Don't worry. Another thing I obviously know about your family is you have a very disparate uh, group of job paths in your siblings. Yeah, we do. We do. We're all we're, we're all quite different. Um, I, I, we were all kind of raised to be like very independent. So um, were you a gang when you grow up then? Or, or yeah, and actually, when we were kids, and got, we we used to have to like travel on the train to get to school. And when we were kids, um, usually like you individually would get like kind of a bullyy sort of name, but the whole group of us were just like called the Von Trapp family. <laughs> But we didn't like do ourselves any favors because it wasn't like we were like a quiet little group of kids on the train. We were like singing and dancing. And, and oh, Ben. At one point, we would do, I really remember us like doing ma- magic. <laughs> <laughs> you were begging to be bullied. <laughs> pa- yeah, just the passengers on the train. We what? did a bit. So, you know, we were doing a bit like back in the day, you could go between. Ca- like carriage the carriage doors were like yeah. physical doors yeah and we were doing like the vanishing lady to like a whole carriages and then when we were done with that carriage we would move on to the next carriage until we got home oh my god and so yeah we just invite we That's invited adorable. a lot of yeah. And, yeah um but you didn't mind obviously we didn't give a shit because we thought we were really cool and there were five of us so we outnumbered like most people no group of bullies could yeah, they we, need to no, be six I, bullies. I, there is there is definitely something to be said about that. You would need six bullies to get to us, I think, for sure. So it was it was it was challenging. And to even bully when us. they would try and bully you, you just vanish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You do well on TikTok today. Do you? I keep seeing those people who like one person is like behind, got a blanket, and then they like throw the blanket in the air, and then the other person like comes up behind the blanket. But yeah. I saw them doing it to. Like a food stall, like a, a man just working yeah, yeah, at yeah. a food stall, and they're like doing magic to him. I assume against his oh, will. We would have been an extremely insufferable. Oh my TikTok god, yeah, for, for sure. And and we were obviously doing all of that sort of stuff before there was a TikTok. So like, I had a little like home movie camera. That's so, how you started. That's how you got your. Oh, start. a hundred percent, absolutely. We were making sketches on the train at school. So the Sutton family the actually time. invented two kids on top of each other wearing a trench coat. <laughs> yeah. This is true. That was the origin. Five yeah. kids, nine foot tall. Yeah, yeah. In um, age and alphabetical order. The world's longest trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, but but, but apart, from, apart from the fact that we were sort of, sort of all forced together, we were all raised to be very, very independent people and pursue our interests, um, rightly or wrongly. So it's like my sister is uh, an actor uh, you know what I do. So that kind of seems... You're the to most like, entertainment to begin with. Yeah, that sort of seems to make sense. Yeah. And then my my little sister has had like a whole array of jobs, but like what she... Her main interest is in like events planning, like sports events planning, and was always very sporty. And at one point... She books a Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, at one point she wanted to do Olympic snowboarding, but just like, didn't actually like have the the attention span to like focus we all want to be an Olympic. <laughs> we've all had that intention we've yeah. all had that yeah. that's like me watching Cirque du Soleil have you ever seen Cirque du Soleil yes okay every time like every time I think I've seen Cirque du Soleil twice and both times I came out and then I like googled what job I could do in Cirque du Soleil and the answer was no job <laughs> <laughs> there's no skill I could bring to Cirque du Soleil I'd say that is a google search that is the most three quarters through a joint <laughs> I've ever heard <laughs> Uh, and then Dan is a is a, is a zookeeper. So That's he's, the coolest job he ever. He looks after a zoo in Wales, um, and um, and then my and then my youngest brother's a soldier, like a straight up soldier. It's in the army. Okay, can I request explicitly <laughs> you tell the story of your brother's medical 
hardship a few years ago. What story was that? When when he got something stuck in his in his hand or arm and then no one could diagnose it. Oh. Oh. Okay, so oh, I, can't, I, don't, I definitely don't have all the details. And this is, yeah, like, this, is the thing, this is the thing is that like because there's so many of us and we have lived very disparate lives. It, it is like hearing these stories. I te- I texted them all last night and I was like I'm doing this today and they oh, volunteered some stories and then prepped. and then yeah they volunteered some things to say and they were telling me stories about our lives together and I was like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> when did any of this happen but yeah no I do remember that, I, that this was a few years ago that he 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 had been he had been on like a training deployment somewhere and and it's like so, like he had something in his arm some like infection some sort of weird thing and they were like, they were like, that could be a like tropical disease, but they couldn't get to the bottom of it. And he just sort of. It was amazing because he had to call like a, a, a like yeah. a, a special university or something or an he institute. Had to go yeah, to oh, they were really interested in it. Yeah, they were like, yeah, they were really interested. They in wanted it students to look at it, and then they they wouldn't remove it. And he said, "Are you going to treat it?" And he said, "If it was," they said, "If it was going to kill you, it would have killed you already." Oh yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> yeah. So, I'm glad. That I, I love I, this yeah, story. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That, that if he was going to kill you, it would have killed you. Is it healed now? It. Yeah, it's over now. I think I've checked in, but yeah. Um, Imagine call, call having to be transferred and trans. Please hold, please hold, please hold. You're you're talking to the FBI, and they're like, "We're not going to treat you, but we will come have a bunch of students take a look." Yeah, we do want to check it out. Yeah, they love to. Have a look. You got what? Yo, <laughs> stay there. We'll be right there. Yeah, I think that I think that they just never really got to the bottom of, of 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 what it was at all. But it was this kind of like grotesque looking thing. Imagine show, you just like. I have a picture of it at the time. Did I, I show think it so. To you? I, I don't just, have that picture anymore, but it was horrible. It really was like unpleasant. Imagine looking. just a bunch of doctors instead of being like putting a bandage on, just be like, "Whoa, let me get Ed." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he lives. He lives. He, lives. he, he lives. survives. So, he continues to be in the Cheers army. To that. Um, but yeah, but and then it, and then you see my problem with this is that it's like, how do we even begin? Like, where do we categorize all these people? There's so many. We haven't even talked about. Well, now all I know is that I recalled a story from your family better than you did. Yeah, no, but this is, and this is going to be so bad. And and, and, and it's like, when I text them last night and they sent me all these stories, it's like, there's so many of them that I'm just like, oh, I just don't know this. It's like, I just don't know any of this stuff about them. So talk to us about where you're, where are you from? Where did you grow up? Uh, So so we we all grew up in like Worthing, uh, which is a... Uh, it's like a it's a BN postcode, which is like a Brighton postcode. So we all say Brighton, obviously, because Brighton's much cooler than than Worthing. Uh, we grew up there, I, but I, I I consider my home to be Brighton personally because that's where I spent all of my childhood. Really, a fun fact about this podcast is um, it's actually not real. Because um, on the first two dates that you had, Charlie was so drunk she forgot everything you told her. So this is an oh, excuse for her to ask you all these questions. I do remember no. that. No, I do remember. Yeah, I'm just like fact checking now. Yeah, I've set up this whole thing. We've done six episodes. Yeah. yeah. So We're how like, so old are you? Oh, oh, I see. What's your last I name? I drink on our first date. Yes, you did, and and so did I. Oh. And that and what's funny about that is that like neither of us really. Really drink. We don't drink at all. It was the most insane courtship of all time. Oh, it was wild. You you had an alcohol problem just because you couldn't couldn't bring yourselves to say that you want to kiss each other. No, I think that that is partly true. Is that we just like obviously really liked. We really liked hanging out, and we like would go to like the Curzon or whatever, and like watch a film, and then we would like sit and talk for. We were spending so much money going to the cinema and And buying a bottle of wine. But also, it's like we were just hanging out as well till like three three or four in the morning. Just, just hanging out, and and we, so you'd have to like, cre- we'd have to like create excuses to like keep hanging out, and it was like buying another bottle of wine, and I don't think I've ever, ever really drunk that much in my in my life, no. and I don't think either of us really wanted to or enjoyed it. We just yeah. liked hanging out, and then you both sobered up and realized you were living with each other. Yeah, that was. <laughs> so, so I think and then the pandemic hit, and we were truly living with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you are from Brighton. What, um, are, were your parents born there? Did they move no, there? No, so they're both from the, the place that I was actually born, which is Chippenham, which is a little a little town nearish to Bristol, basically. Um, and they 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 had like a a almost like a childhood romance, <gasps> and they got they got married when they were nineteen years old. Oh my god! Which I would just not recommend. Yeah, but they're <laughs> like your parents met. Yeah, young. Did they meet in high school? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Again, I, I don't know like the full story of this. I just I, they just are like a, a constant in a way to me that they just seem. It seems that they were just like always in love and always married. But they wanted to. They met and they wanted to live together. Yeah, so that's, that's the truth of it. Married. Yeah, so it's like my the, my mum's side is like very very strict Catholic, and so if you wanted to live with your you just had to get married. Okay. You had to get married. Speaking of, can I just um, say something uh, that I think is relevant to this? Please. Yeah. Um, so I followed this model on Instagram who is also a Christian. And um, <laughs> okay. this is a caption to an Instagram post that she posted um, recently that I need you guys to see. Is it okay if I read it for you? Please. We're officially engaged. For those of you who don't know, Trevor and I did a small wedding during COVID that was not ordained nor legal. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, okay. But it was a ceremony to get married in the eyes of the Lord and to hopefully later be married by the state. Well, it's later, and I can't wait. <laughs> Announce you banged. <laughs> Announce you banged. Not legal, nor ordained. How do you do a non-legal, non-ordained wedding? <laughs> you, I guess you just fuck in a white dress. I don't know. <laughs> uh, don't know yeah, I think they just wanted to like live together. Um... Although, like, since, like, speaking to my my mum, like, my mum, like, isn't really, like, doesn't really have, like, a, a big interest in, like, marriage as an institution. And so she sort of was like, you know, if if she could go back and be the person that she is now as a teenager and sort of feel that security, um, she wouldn't have wanted to get married. And she was telling me this story. <laughs> she was like, you know, she's just, I don't understand it. I don't really get it. It's not really, it's like it's not actually really that interesting to me. And my dad's just listening, and then he's like, I did want to get married. He was like, he was like, yeah, I, did, I actually did. I was sort of into it. So, uh, but but no, they've had a very happy marriage. It's like I think it, it's worked very worked same energy. Very well my my, pa- my dad told a story, actually several stories about my mom at university. They knew each other at university, and uh, my my dad remembers having a snog with my mom. And like told us a story of it. My mom straight up does not remember it. They did not actually get together till they were like 25, 26, I think. They met again years later. But my dad was mm. like, there was like one magical night <gasps> where we were like dancing and kissing and it was like our song. And my mom truly, you can see in her eyes, had zero recollection of this. Oh my God. Nothing. Oh my God. Yeah. I, that's iconic. Yeah. That is iconic. He also swears he wants, there was once, I think it was her, I'm sure. Maybe I've made this story up, but I'm sure he once told me a story where he was like, yeah, this like scary dude, this like big scary dude was like talking to her and she obviously didn't want to talk to him. So I like went over and I was like, back off, buddy. And then he was like, and then I smoked. This is why I think it's an imaginary memory in his mind. He was like, I lit a cigarette and then I smoked the entire cigarette in one inhale. Your dad used to be a cartoon of a crocodile in a fucking fedora. Yeah, he was like, that definitely happened. So your parents have been together for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. I can't uh, work out how many years, a long time, yeah. And what is their background? Well, they just grew up in this small town. I don't know what else to say. You know what I'm gonna ask you next. I don't know why we're like easing in Oh right, you're like easing into it, yeah, okay. So where's your mum's family from? So my mum's, my mum's family is like German and Italian. And then my dad's family are just all from the, the UK. Germany and Italy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And what were they doing during yeah. the war? Yeah. So this is this we talked about before, and uh, I was like very merrily living my life, uh, and I I really really vividly remember it just like just occurring to me at twenty two, I think, that I was just walking down the street in Southampton, and then I was just like, holy shit, what what was? <laughs> What were Upa and Umeline doing in the war? <laughs> oh, and they were German, German. And they were German, you know. So. Yeah, if you're call- you're not even calling them Grammy. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> no pretense. It's like these are these are people I didn't really know. I met I met my my Umeline one time, um, and uh, I didn't really know them, but it just sort of all clicked into place, like all of this information. It was like you know, like at the end of the Usual Suspects, where you <laughs> realize who the villains are, and I was just like, oh my god! So I like immediately called my Mom, I like straight away called my mom and I was like, you know, well, what was so going on? This is your on? mom's family. Yeah, this is my mom's family. I was like, so what, what, what's, what's up? Like, what's the story? Um, and so she was just like, <sighs> like this on the phone, and she was like, I, I, I knew this phone call was gonna come. <laughs> yeah, like it was really I didn't realize it would take twenty two <laughs> yeah. years. Yeah, and she was like, she was like, I only ever asked um, 
she was like, I only ever asked my grandfather like one time about the war. And um, he was he, he was a he was a Luftwaffe pilot. And um, I, I asked him what he was doing. He told me one story and he was it was the it was the, like the last week of the Second World War. And he was ordered to shoot down uh, like a, a Polish passenger plane. And he he refused that order. And he didn't do it. And he told this story to my mum, and, and then he cried. And I was like, obviously, tell that, obviously okay. tell that story. He comes off like pretty good in that story. What about, what, what about all the rest of it? Like, where is all the rest of the information? <laughs> a very convenient story. Yeah, I don't want to know. I don't. Re- I don't think I really want to know. I don't think I have like a great interest in it. Okay, so did her parents grow up in Germany and Italy, or did they grow up in the UK? No, 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 no. no. Uh, my my. Grandma grew up in Germany, but li- but lived in the UK. I think early on, because my my grandfather it, it isn't Italian. He was born he was born here, and and that's that's the other part. The other side of it is then after I heard that story, I didn't really want to know anything about the Italian fascists either. <laughs> like I wasn't yeah, interested yeah, yeah. in that. Um, but I found out like actually relatively recently that my 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 Italian great grandfather uh, moved to to Chippenham where my my parents are from my my family's from like in the in the 30s or something and like set up a business in uh in Chippenham this like ice cream um shop cafe thing that was there like my my grandfather on it as well so it was there for a really long time and like a staple of the the high street in Chippenham and it and then it <laughs> like so i assumed that he he just like was another italian fashion web but he just lived he just like lived he lived near bristol no, was married just a chippenham ice cream man just a chippenham ice cream man like uh, married to uh, like a bristolian woman had children and then when the second world war came around and italy uh, became you know enemies of 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 Britain, he was like, he was like put on a list and locked up, like locked. Yeah, because like, there were labor camps for them. Here, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So he was like put into a camp on the Isle of Man for like like a year and a half, like just 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 in case, like just in case. Well, it's similar to what happened to my 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 grand grandparents because they were all German, but they never actually lived in Germany, but they were still sent to labor camps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my grandpa, my Russian case. grandpa, for like. I actually checked with my dad, and he was like, "We don't know how long. Like, could have been a few days, could have been a few weeks, but he was like taken from their house in, in the Second World War." So you've met your grandma, German my great, gra- my great, great grandma, once. Yeah, one time, one time at a wedding, and we we, we 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 danced together, and she cried because I reminded her so much of when of, her husband of, was hot. Of, um, that so, must yeah. be surreal to see a young person. It's like a time traveler. Like, you remind me of my dead husband when he was young. Which is insane because I obviously look way more like the Italian side of my family. So yeah, she um, was like, "I wish she had that head of hair." Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Yeah. Okay. So this is, let me just, let me just paint a picture for myself. Yeah. This is the, this is the mother of your mom's. Mother. Yeah. Okay. Mom, mom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's all German. Yeah. Yeah. And then your mom's dad is the Italian guy. 
Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, or, or, or his not dad Italian. is Italian. His dad's Italian, and his and he was born, he was born here. And his um, the Italian's guy's wife was Bristolian. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is we've covered mom's side of the family. Yeah. And then I'm I'm gonna be so unhelpful with my dad's side. Both my dad's parents are are, are dead now, um, and they were they were nice. I don't know. I, they they were all just like nice and friendly, and it's like I I, I didn't really think I don't think I really like knew them anything other than just like extremely fun loving grandparents yeah. did they have big families like do your parents have lots of oh siblings? yeah so so on my on my mum's side um uh yeah like a lot a lot a lot of children like so i can't tell you i literally don't know how many cousins i have i like cannot keep track of them how many siblings does your mom have she has four siblings am i getting that right and then they have like loads of Fucking chill, like all of them. Well, have yeah, loads if she of had five and she's one of five. Yeah, and they have loads of children. Well, like ours isn't the biggest family. There's one that one of my uncles, my uncle's family is like seven children. I, I think seven. I, 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 I could be. They more. probably don't know either. I don't At know. At some point, you stop is, counting. It, that is bad because I've like not kept tra- track of like how many. But there's so many, and then there's like children born to my cousins, and, and that, so it's just like there's this huge mass of people all related to me that I've just completely lost track of like what's going on with that. And I have a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Dinkins. Oh um, I, don't think, I don't think we're related, but I will say, I do think you look a bit like my dad. I don't even want to get You look that. exactly like her brother. It's fucking gross and nice. kind of cute. So um, I have, can I ask a, a question that might not be great and you can not want to answer it? Yeah, go on. You come from a Catholic background. Your parents yeah. uh, got married because they wanted to live together. They had five kids. What was the sex ed like in your home? Um... Actually, good, like good, good, but like with with the like a Catholic spin. Okay, please elaborate. Just like 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 guilt, obviously guilt. Like guilt is the greatest contraception of all time. (laughs) Uh, Like home, at home, like very reasonable. Like like they they had kind of like weird beliefs, only in the sense that I think that like. Catholicism is a weird belief, but it, they weren't like extreme. But did you have to go to church and stuff? Yeah, like every week, and I like became very, very resentful of Ooh. doing that. Uh, the, the rule that was that you had to go to church until you were sixteen, and then you could do. Then you were an adult, and you could do whatever you, you could then do whatever you wanted. Are they still do. religious, or are any of your? Siblings and no, religious? and then that's what's interesting is that actually I think that they were very relig- they were very religious, just but but just through like like inherited religiosity of like it was like extremely religious my mum's side of the family um and then i think that they kind of like i think we've all sort of convinced them that is that to to not be and that it's not actually that great um uh, i don't know if i should say stuff like that but But you got uh, you got more religious yeah, yeah. Why? So why did Ben Sutton get more religious now, in his today? Early no, 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 no. So it was so that was interesting. So it, so it's sort of like religion. You just like never like question. Like you never. I don't think you would question it as a child, right? Um, and then um, uh, and then and then you just sort of like just a, like a moderate Christian family, family Christian values, church every week stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, and then, and then there was this this girl that I really fancied. Oh, there it is. There was this girl I really fancied who her um, name was Mary, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she um, she went to uh, I went to Catholic school. She went to Catholic school with me as well, and I really liked her. And she went to it was like this youth church oh my god i know oh my god we had a youth club a youth church club in our school but they right. covered up and they were like free pizza and i was like yeah. why is the pizza free yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah 100 yeah yeah 100 so it was like yeah. yeah it was like you you would go to this place on the weekend in the evening and you would like play play dodgeball and play playstation and yeah like eat sweets and stuff but then you would do like like 45 minutes of like Worship. <laughs> <laughs> so you were really just enduring the worship to enjoy the flirting and no, the no. So I really fancied this girl, and she went there. So I was like going to like hang out with her. I also like did not understand that there were other Chris- Christian religions at the time. Okay. I didn't really understand that there. I I thought that there was like Catholicism, and then there was Church of England, but I didn't really understand that there was like other things. So I assumed that 
we were all going to this Catholic youth club. And so I was like going like, why is Catholic youth club so much cooler than Catholic church? Which is fucking boring, right? And anyway, it turns out that it's it's like some mad evangelical free church, right? Yeah. Like like just doing ma- like mad stuff. And um, there's no pizza in Catholicism. And and then. The, the 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 girl broke up with me, but the but the they they hooked me, like, oh, you man. know. So there was like a period. He loved the dodgeball. Yeah, there was a period where I was like re, like really getting into like re, re, all the, the the steps of being like indoctrinated for sure. Okay, what he, what this is? Hear me out because I think that this logically makes sense. So you know how people have this like you thought Catholicism was the whole world and then someone showed you not Catholicism. Yeah. When in reality, it's like religion versus no religion. But to you, the flip from believing in God to not believing in God was the flip from Catholicism to it doesn't have yeah. to be this tied. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it was like, but it wasn't, it's not Catholicism, it's not, there's no Pope or anything. It's just mad, mad, so mad. <laughs> but it's like, it it's was- just pizza. There's just pizza and sweets. And it, and, and, and it, it sounds sick. Uh, it was- um, I'm interested. <laughs> No, but it was like, yeah, it was it was really like effective indoctrination. Like you felt like like Catholicism. I don't really rate it as a religion. I think it has like lots of problems, but it is basically benign in the modern world. I think like I don't basically. Whereas like, (laughs) well, in comparison (laughs) to this church where they were like do it, they were like healing. They were like Ooh, healing. They magic. were like speaking in tongues. You know, they were doing all kinds of like, cr- like I feel crazy stuff. Right. And I, I really remember going to, um, well, not really realizing there was anything wrong with it, but just like getting like so swept up with the emotion of it, and like really wanting to like, at the age of like thirteen or fourteen, like my ambition for life was going to be like preach the gospel. Oh my god! I wish you. I wish you did. No, fucking I, crazy. Honestly, insane. I think there's still time. I think there's still time. Um, and then like so just like some really weird stuff happened, and I I, I just like like I just had like a, an odd experience where it was just like the like I was like walking around and then it's, it's similar to like real like these realizations like I just was walking around and then I was like oh this is a lie. <laughs> Like dangerous Im- for you to go on a walk as well. Yeah, 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 But like extremely, like like so immediate. Like I was outside and I was like looking up and this I like I was like really believing. I was like I was gonna go off and like do, Christ- like Christianity as like a life pursuit in a way. And then I was just like outside and I was like looking up at the sky and then I was like. Oh my, oh my god, oh my god, there's no god? Like, what the fuck? Like, Jesus really, like, occurred Christ. to me, like, really vividly and hard. And I remember, I remember just, like, realising it, that it was all nonsense, like, so instantaneously. And falling down, I was, like, so, oh like, my god, oh my god, like, so shocked. And then I kept going to this free church for a bit after that. So I was a bit older now, so I was, like, coming up on, like, 15 16 now and I went how are your parents feeling how are your catholic parents feeling about the fact my that my parents like were basically fine with stuff as long as we were like not really like hurting ourselves or hurting anyone like in it and 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 broadly speaking it's not the it's not the worst thing to be coming home and being like, oh, I'm hanging out with the Christians. It's like, yeah, you could be hanging out with, like, you know what I mean? Like, so from their perspective, I think that they sort of were like, okay with it. And they were still pretty religious. So, and I don't think they understood the nuances of the differences. Can I either. ask a question, which is you were a goth. Big dad. Okay, wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. So you were, you were in a group of Christian goths. No. Are you, are you, what? Start from the beginning. This podcast is going to get so derailed. When did you become a goth? (laughs) And when were you a Christian? And what was the gothy for a long time, like from probably around the same kind of time. Is what's the Venn diagram of your goth friends and your Christian friends? No, um, no, none. So you're the you're the Venn diagram. We were all in Catholic school, so fine. But but actually, like most kids in Catholic school, don't care or think about God ever except apart from at you. school yeah. apart from me who had to go to a catholic church every every week and then also was opting to go to christian youth club you know so that, that like wearing bizarre. a long leather coat sometimes yeah in the summer yeah. <laughs> in the summer yeah but it didn't like to me it like didn't contradict anything and uh it you, you know I you showed, believe in god no, you believe I in dracula these, i showed you some of these things that it was like you know i just like the genre of like rock 
music, right? And then we, there was Christian rock. Obviously, that's like yeah, the that main genre of Christian music. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. showed you some of the the albums that we were. Yeah, there was some really bad music. <laughs> really I once got into a band albums. and then realized that they were Christian. No. Yeah. It was one of the most. When did you realize? It was, okay, let me tell It's a really cool song. Yeah. And then I was like really jamming to it. And then I was like, wait a second, what are they saying? Yeah. Can you tell Fuck. us some of the lyrics? I need, I need, do you mind if I look it up really quickly? Yeah. yeah. Can you get up M- MC Tempo? What was it called? <laughs> MC Tempo um, stylized with a crucifix for the T. I'll finish this bit of the story whilst you're Googling. Yeah, go on. Um, but yeah, so so then, so basically I realized God was a lie. And... <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, I felt, I felt upset about it because I really was like, it, it was like a, a, the, the tandem realization was God is light and there is nothing when you're dead. Yeah. Right. And that was the thing that I was really ups, upset about that there was just nothing when you were dead. And so I kept going to Christian Youth Club for the pizza, for the pizza, for uh, the girls. but also to for like, the you know, yeah, for that's yeah, and and I kept going and and I wanted to like sort of like maybe find some like clarity and I just like was in there and they they we went to like a really big event at the main church the main cult church right and they were doing they were doing healings they were doing like all of this stuff and I was like Ugh. like I suddenly felt really like and they, I, I just remember him like holding his arm out and this is like all like 14 15 year old um teenagers in like 2007 2008 or whatever and he's just like someone in this he's like someone over there in this side of the room someone over here in this side of the room is 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 cutting themselves and i just want you to know that you're not you're not alone and 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 it was just like he's doing darren brown probability shit a hundred percent and it was just like you know it's just like a room full of kids who are all listening to like Bullet for my Valentine. <laughs> my chemical romance is like, yeah, good guess, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was just like so. It was so weird how like obvious the 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 bullshit, like the facade was. Yeah. Up, like, and it was almost like uh, I, I, you then had to go off and have like private prayer with your your pastor, the, the one who was like in charge of you. And I sat down with this guy, and and, and he, we were talking. He's like, hey, what's going on? And I was like, I think this is all a lie. I think this is all bullshit. And he was like, okay. Do you want to pray about that? And I was like, all right. And then we prayed in silence for like five minutes. And I just felt nothing. I was like, this is all horrible. And then I never went, I never went, never went back. And uh, and then became like ag- aggressively anti-religious and went into a new phase of like- ag- Ultra atheism. Ultra atheism. Christopher Hitchens. Hitchens. Oh, Dawkins. Harris, Dawkins, <laughs> all of that. Yeah. Somehow worse to me. Yeah, worse. yeah worse, <laughs> definitely worse. Uh, way more insufferable. Way less water than either there. Can but. I can I ask a really silly question that you might not be able to articulate? But like, when you believed, truly believed, yeah. and we're like gonna dedicate that yeah. your life to God, what was that feel like? Mm, How can you describe that? Like eating ice cream, <laughs> <laughs> a very nice day. I just like I want to know what it feels like—the euphoria of believing. Well, I feel I feel that um, purpose. I, it's difficult to like put a finger on how it felt. But I think that, I th- I think that yeah I think it was nicer to the n- nicer that the idea that you would go to heaven, like it made a lot of things like make sense right that it w- that you would go heaven like content contentness yeah. yeah okay but it's not even contentness because it's like you still I'm still just a normal person like life's have their life has their ups and downs right okay but know? do you feel you feel like you're moving through the world knowing that there's like oh i have ice cream oh yeah like i have the like, freezer yeah, yeah no, that like, feeling like that yeah going to heaven no question no <laughs> question and especially with the, the catholicism side of it yeah you knew how easy it was to go Oh, because of like, oh, you have to, you can buy some Hail Marys. Is that a thing? A big time, yeah. Yeah. yeah I just, just if, say sorry if I just keep end. saying sorry, I can say sorry for almost anything. And then if I just say, if I make sure I get it in right at the end, then I'm like, good to go. Golden. Um, and uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I think that, it, but I don't think it's like a benefit to like your life because nothing, like I was going along with like a belief that when I died, I would go to heaven as a child. And, you know, and nothing happened except that I like looked up in the sky and then I like felt the worst feeling I've ever felt in my life. And he fell to the ground. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, it wasn't like, oh, oh, whatever. Like believing something that's not true is harmless if it like makes you feel good. It's like, well, no, because you can't control 
that belief. You literally can't, anything can shake you out, like <laughs> literally, obviously anything can shake you out of it. And then you're just suddenly confronted with your own mortality. Whereas I feel like if you always just knew that when you died, it would be over and you didn't really like engage with it in like yeah, a, in a literal adult. Like I was a, an adult when I would like realized I was gonna be dead forever. <laughs> And it's like, if, I, if that had just been a fact, I feel like I would have dealt with it a lot better and I would have felt better about it for my whole life. Whereas I feel like because there was like a moment when I noticed <laughs> that I was going to die, that I was like, oh, shoot. I think I went went kind of like crazy. I think it made me feel a bit crazy. I'm so glad it wasn't Scientology that you just... No. That, that, that girl was into. It was not very um, Russian to be religious. No. So just no, no engagement with it. No, there was engagement, but it was very much like looking at it as like a lifestyle as opposed to like be humble, work hard. Right. Do right. you know what I mean? Like that kind of vibe. It's it's more, it's more, it felt Christianity to my parents, the way that they apply it felt much more like sci what Scientology claims to be, like a mm. self-help thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Of like, let's leave by these, by these sort of standards and understanding. Heaven was never a thing that ever was brought up. It was more mm. of like, mm. yeah, it was more like don't lie. Like it's a rules for life thing as opposed to a, a, a spiritual thing. Interesting. We, I remember saying to my dad, because I guess I, I, I guess I technically didn't go to religious schools, but we would like say, do like hymns and prayers and assembly and stuff. And I remember once saying to my dad, like, what do I do during the hymns? And my dad was like, sing along. Like, <laughs> you want to sing, yeah. have a sing song. And then I was like, what do I do when they say the Lord's Prayer? And he was like, you know, you, just, you can just stand there. You don't have to say it, say it or don't say it. Like, we don't believe in it. So it doesn't make any difference what you do. So I think you're right. Being able to come at it with an attitude of like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, that's what, when you go to America, it's so jarring, especially when you go Bible Belt, how much religion is sold as magic, that it's really mm. jarring. Mm. That they're like, Jesus Israel, yeah. we have proof. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah, and it's like, it's all about like exorcisms and things, which I think yeah. is like the magic take on religion is, is very specific. Yeah. Yeah. At and the, I guess Protestantism is more about like, these are rules for life. But, but I, yeah. the only other thing I'll add to this is that like, to, to just to go back to my parents and like what they were teaching us about Christianity is I, I've never ever like held any like extreme or like hateful beliefs, even as a Catholic no, or and a Christian. Par and your parents, I mean, and unless my, they were my, very different since I've like known my, them. My parents, like my parents like never, like, ab like absolutely never. Just going back to the sex education stuff that you were saying, yeah. they, 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 they weren't te teaching us mad shit. They were just like, like, in help, like teaching us to just engage with the world in like a positive way. I, I think that overall it's like, it's just like an umbrella of like pos positivity in general. And that, but then all of that stuff makes you like, if, if you're like going around and it's just like, you're making up your own rules anyway. It's like, you just real, the, the, it's like easier to understand that there's like, you are God, like anybody who's going around in any religion and, and ignoring aspects of it are just like creating God in themselves anyway. So why, why bother? Like, yeah. like, it's like, why, be God, like, why not? But also impossible for us to like live our lives going to school in in Brighton, even Catholic school in Brighton. Like, like Brighton obviously like, like extreme, like especially when I was growing up, like, like unbelievably so liberal. liberal place. And it's like, you knew so many people of like different, but I'm like, I'm truly very grateful to have like grown up in Brighton. I feel like less of my values for life come from like, Christianity and way more of them come from the, the 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 city. One thing I do always like about your mom that you told me that I think was framed as ostensibly a religious decision is that she just wouldn't let you watch The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but yeah, yeah. So, so then there's like crazy things that it's like really insane things happen to us as children that were ostensibly for religious reasons that are <laughs> just didn't want to watch the that, that have nothing to do with like That's doctrines so of faith or anything. Oh, right. So That's so funny. so. The Simpsons banned, banned. <laughs> Only The Simpsons. I don't know any other program that we were not allowed to watch. That is so. But funny. I, uh, and pe people are like almost angry at me working in comedy. Where, at work, and when they talk to me, I have truly watched less than five episodes of The Simpsons. Less than five. Episodes yeah, because of, of your Christian beliefs. I love of that. My beliefs. Co no coriander in the house. Christian. Just mad. Yeah, just mad. It's like love obviously that. that has nothing to do with anything. But yeah, it was just like that was just bad. I was just like, why? Like it doesn't make any sense. And She's then more of a family guy girl. She 
loves what? Family Guy. Are you? It's that's the weirdest bit. Is that like, <laughs> like Family Guy, which is like objectively the the worst show, like the worst of the two I like shows. Family Guy, but. She loves it. She really likes it. She's watching it all the time on ITV2, late at night, watching Family Guy. You know she just loves Family she Guy. loves Family Guy. Catholics for Family like... Guy. Peter Griffin. Oh my God. She's like, I can't believe how much she likes Family Guy in comparison to just like never engaging with The Simpsons, never watching The Simpsons. Um, but I, it, I, I just didn't like really miss out on it or feel like I needed to see it. But I was furious because one Len, she was like, no TV on... Sundays, but that was when they screened Buffy in the UK on on Channel Four, and it's like Buffy, not a very Christian show. Not at all. No, not and and it was like I was like I I will offset the day that I don't want. You know what? It's it's like I it's like the TV schedule is the TV schedule. Like what am I? This the is, you're a goth move. This you're is a like goth so team. unreasonable to like not let me watch it and not then... let a goth watch Buffy. That's that's oh torture. my god! It was and it was I was so I remember being so angry about it and then like having to go it. We had like a like a really really old TV in our house that I don't think I like ever actually really watched it, but it was like really old and it was like a TV that you could like tune like a radio. Oh, that's really old. Yeah, really fucking old TV that was like up in the attic somewhere. And so I was going up there, tuning into Buffy on a tiny black and white screen to try and get round this, um, the, the banning of Buffy. Okay, we are gonna have to wrap it up. Let's hear a little, little Christian rock to see it out and then we'll have to have you back, Ben, another time. She's rocking, she's vibing. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Okay, well. Is I, it, but is it explicitly? Okay, so I've listened to it a, bit of, a million yeah. times. And something catches my attention. So I Google the lyrics. Those are the lyrics. All of my life, I live to follow you alone as you change my desires. Liberated by the blood of Jesus, I found life in the sweetness of freedom. It scammed you, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's scammed There's no denial. It's There's no it's denial. Wild. It's wild. <laughs> oh, so, so I'll tell you this one, this one about this one guy, MC Tempo. Who is from this church? This church, though, this mad free church that I went to. Mad. MC, MC Tempo. MC Tempo. Uh, T's across. He was like a, he was like a like a rap a, a rapper, obviously, uh, Christ, Christian rap and like an evangelical Christian person. We had my this free church was mad, full of kind of extreme people. At my Catholic school, which is very old fashioned broadly benign old-fashioned christian belief we got a new um deacon right who runs the chapel right and the 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 priest who had run the chapel before was also just like extremely like liberal normal low-key person who just did mass and stuff uh this guy was like young and like hit like hip interested in like the hip cool bits of religion like these like mad free church people so he was invited we, we did this thing at my, at my school called like mission week he wanted to do a week where we were all like really engaging with and this was like not something that we did in catholic school we just sort of like pl- like plodded through it it was not there to be fun but he wanted to do this event that was like um we're gonna do a full week of like focused worship worship like he brought in this kind of like mad like literally the the do you know where you go when you die street preachers like off the streets he was like inviting them to a school full of kids to talk and stuff like that and i don't think anybody was anybody in the management of the school was like particularly paying attention to like what was going on but it was like so disastrous as a as a concept in a in, in a place that was also like you know this you were learning there like you know they did not teach evolution in science at my yeah. Catholic school you know what I mean like but these guys were were mental like they were mental they were so mad and MC Tempo was one of the speakers that he invited and he was telling he was telling us all about um, he was telling us all about his like his life and how he had like turned from. Uh, yeah, obviously he had had like a dark life and like religion had helped him. But he was saying mad things about like how God had like spoken to him through a television. And he was saying things like, he would phrase it like this. He was like, he was like, I, like one night I was like watching my television and God came through the television and spoke to me. And I know it wasn't the drugs. 
right? And so we were like, okay, okay. God bless. But this particular day he came in and as well as performing some of his hit songs, he's, he was talking, he, t- he took on evolution. We own this big tent and like science teachers, like all normal teachers who presumably don't really believe anything, right? All stood around and he was there going, he was there like going like an evolution, right? What's this, what's this nonsense? Do, do I, do I believe, do I believe my grandfather was a monkey? No. <laughs> Who were like, what is happening? <laughs> and it was like, I think a lot of people complained that they had essentially in, invited in like, cra- like crazy people, like crazy people, like hellfire people, apocalypse people to come in and talk to like a bunch of impressionable teens. Do I believe like, so my well, grandpa? Do I believe my grandpa a was a monkey? This episode of Family Jewels was produced by our nephew Andrew White in the fantastic Trusty Hog Studio. I've been your one fun cousin, Charlie Lincoln. And I've been your dad's brother who's still living in the basement but promises he's leaving any day now, Olga Koch. Like, subscribe, share, and talk about us at your next family reunion. If you have any family stories, secrets, or skeletons that you want to share, DM us on Instagram. Or leave them to us in your will. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.